Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. You're listening to the first and only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy. Hear from independent pharmacy owners, leading entrepreneurs, political strategists, healthcare technology trends, career coaching, interviews about our pharmacy industry, and more. Be sure to subscribe to the show via iTunes and leave us a voice comment from our contact section on the website. You can find all of our episodes at PharmacyPodcast.com. This is Dr. Colin DeWald. I'm a pharmacist with CVS Pharmacy, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is your host, Todd Yuri, the Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, excited about today's sponsorship and show because this is finally getting into a position of getting the word out about retail community pharmacy at that national chain level. This podcast today is brought to us by CVS and uh, their careers division, CVS Careers. And we have a guest on who understands that from as an insider, uh, Dr. Colin DeWald. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast. How are you today, Colin? I'm doing well, Todd. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be able to talk to you guys about my career path and my experiences. So anything I can share with you guys, I'd be happy to talk about. First of all, I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All righty. What does CVS stand for? (laughs) I believe it's uh, Consumer Value Store. Uh, I I haven't haven't looked that up. I thought it was that too. I think it is. I get I get consumer value store and then I get convenience value service, so we'll have to do some googling to find out. But I I, I just wanted to throw that at you. <laughs> yeah, I really should know that, but I think that's what it is. <laughs> that's all right. All right. Well, you know what? CVS is an absolute amazing organization just in scope. Um, there might be people out there that have. Uh, worked for the organization or used the organization as their primary pharmacy, but 9,700 plus locations. Um, They have 110, 1,100 minute clinics in 33 states. I'm very impressed. 250,000 plus employees, 5 million customers served by CVS Pharmacy each year. This organization really sets the pace for what is community retail pharmacy. And I'm excited to have you aboard because I really like to know from a from a career perspective, if, if I'm a pharmacist and I'm a P3, P4, I'm an intern, I'm a resident, and I'm looking for what's going to become my very first stage in the world of pharmacy as a career, let's just throw it over to you. First of all, tell us about yourself. Give us an introduction about Dr. DeWald and how you got to this point. Absolutely. So... Uh, let's see. Let's start with how I got into pharmacy. So, uh, I originally went to the University of Rhode Island, um, started in 2010, and I started off as a biology major, and I was actually interested in pursuing medicine, uh, applying to medical school. Um, but it wasn't until my sophomore year that I realized that most of my classmates were in the pharmacy program at, at that school. And I, I just started asking them more about the program. You know, what what do pharmacists do? Uh, how's it different from pursuing medicine? And um, I just became hooked. At, you know, I, I became fascinated with drug therapy. Um, I really liked that it was, you know, focused on the patient. There's there's so much patient interaction, and um, yeah, I just I, I became really interested in the field. So. 
I pursued the um, the requirements to transfer into the pharmacy program, and then basically had an interview and and transferred right into the program to be on time to graduate within uh, six years. So it's it's two years of undergrad at my school, and then four years professional. Um, so during that time, one of the requirements was to get some job experience in the field. So um, what I did was I, I was driving home from school one day and there's three pharmacies uh, that I pass on the way home. So I stopped into the first one. These are just three major retail stores. Um, the first one I stopped into, they said they're not looking for, for interns. The second one I stopped into, they gave me a card and said apply online and never heard from them again. And the third one I stopped into was CVS and um, they took a real different approach. They, the pharmacist seemed really interested in, you know, what I was going to school for, what I want to do as a career, um, you know, what, what my interests were essentially for, you know, pursuing this job. And um, they were really eager to hire me. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. That's how I started my career with CVS. I became a, a pharmacy technician. Um, and then once I got accepted into pharmacy school, I was promoted to intern. Um, so I was an intern for four years uh, throughout the whole professional curriculum during school. And then once I graduated, uh, became a graduate intern, ended up getting a um, job offer as a floater pharmacist out in um, Sacramento, California. And then, uh, yeah, I worked for float, as a floater pharmacist for about three months. And then I was offered a position as a pharmacy manager. And that's where I currently am right now. I've been a pharmacy manager for about seven months. So the transition from student to pharmacist, that's everyone that's in school right now. That's all they can think about. And exactly. I know with that comes a bunch of stress. So share with us that transition from, from student to pharmacist. And I also assume that you were, you were already involved with CVS by the time you hit that point, right? Yeah. So essentially when, when you're thinking of, you know, your post-grad life and becoming a pharmacist, you know, you think, you know, you're just going to graduate, you're going to interview you're going to get, you know, someone's going to offer you a job and then you're just going to start working. And it's really not that simple because during your last year of school, you're going to be doing all of your clinical rotations. And that, you know, that could be one of the most stressful parts of your career, let alone pharmacy school. So, um, you know, you're, you're constantly studying, you're constantly doing projects, you're working with your preceptors, you have long hours. So, um, that, that whole last year you're doing so much. And then, um, you know, at the end of that year, you have to take, you know, the two largest tests of your career. You have to take the NAPLEX to, to become, you know, a nationally recognized pharmacist. And then you have to take the law exam for the state that you want to work in. And some people take multiple law exams. So there's a whole lot of studying. And, um, basically how I got through that was, um, you know, relying on the resources that you have. So what I, what I recommend to any, any pharmacy student is, you know, get involved in, in the field of pharmacy. You want to, whether it's joining an organization, um, you know, starting a career in retail pharmacy, you know, I, I highly recommend CVS. They're, they're a great company. And, um, 
if you can get involved before, you know, your last year, just becoming familiar with the job, um, what the pharmacists do and, and just, you know, getting comfortable, you know, counseling and doing all those skills that you're learning during school. That was the biggest advantage I had. And in terms of making that transition smooth, um, you know, next is relying on your team. You have other pharmacists, you know, people that you work with who've been in that role for, you know, 20 plus years, or even just the new grad pharmacists who have just been through what you've, what you're doing now. Um, rely on them, ask them questions. I, I asked my pharmacist questions about their career every single day. Um, I made it a point to really, you know, get their knowledge and insight about the job. Um, I would say my, my biggest, uh, support system when I was, you know, becoming a pharmacist was my pharmacy supervisor. Um, he's the one in charge of a, of a full district of pharmacy, uh, teams and he's there, he or she is there to be your support system through, um, graduating, submitting everything to get your license, passing your tests on time, um, and then just the transition into the role of pharmacist versus being, you know, an, an intern. Yeah, Colin, so, that, that seems like a quite an advantage. You come up, you're coming towards the end of your education. You're already embedded as an intern with uh, CVS, and now you have this supervisor to give you some direction. That's like I think that's every pharmacy student's dream coming to the end of their uh, scholastic educational part of their career into their actual professional part of their career. And then offline, you mentioned something to me that I want you to share with the listeners too. You sure. said that you use your rotations as time to prepare for your license exams. Yes. So what I meant by that was um, when you're on rotations, you're gonna you're gonna come across you know so many different situations that involve pharmacy that you probably won't run into, you know, in your career, um, because you're going to be focused on one aspect of pharmacy. But when you're in your rotations, you have so much thrown at you, whether it's in hospital, managed care, um, whether you're in your ICU, emergency care, you know, there's so much going on. Um, and yeah, speaking of rotations, what kind of helped me the most was I actually did a rotation with my pharmacy supervisor. Um, what I'd recommend to any student is, you know, asking their experiential team at their school, the, the team who takes care of organizing rotations, is there any sort of management rotation that you can get involved in? Um, you know, sometimes you can reach out to pharmacy supervisors who are willing to precept students and see if they can, you know, take you along for, the, you know, six or eight weeks, however long your rotation is, and they can really show you um, the management side of retail pharmacy, and they can, you know, tell you about different career paths. So that's that was something really important. And in terms of studying for rotations, uh, studying for your tests, uh, your rotations and your preceptors will challenge you in, in many different fields of pharmacy. And um, don't take that as just, a, you know, a cool experience that you're doing for that day, you know use that and remember that information because that's most likely going to show up on your one of your tests and it's a lot of times it's something not addressed during school so um always you know that last year you got to always be aware 
of everything that you're learning and, and always, you know, uh, keep learning just cause you're on rotation. You're not there just to pass and get a good grade. You want to keep learning to be prepared for your tests. You know, I've heard, uh, sayings throughout my time helping pharmacists from a technological perspective as well as marketing, business development. I worked in specialty pharmacy for quite some time. And comments that I've heard from people that were frustrated with their careers is they'll make comments that will say something like the entity, a.k.a. their employer, they just didn't seem to care. And I have to take a pause with that because an entity or a corporation per se is nothing that can care. It's impossible. It's an entity. The people inside that organization are what make someone feel like they're cared for or not cared for. And what I'm hearing from you that's very impressive to me, especially with such a large organization, is during the the entrance into your career, the very first experiences that you're having as a young pharmacist, which could easily become a turnoff for you for the rest of your life in 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 experiencing something just like when you're a child when you experience something from a very young age then it resonates with you in your mind it could have been a negative experience but your rx supervisor your pharmacy supervisor really seemed to embrace you and i and i think that leads to feeling more confident in what you're doing which then resonates to the patients that you're serving which by the way is the most important part of your position as a pharmacist so tell us Tell us about those very first days of becoming a pharmacist at CVS. Yeah, exactly. So again, you know, going back to the relationship with the supervisor, you know, I I really felt, uh, you know, cared for and I felt important by my supervisor. And, you know, some people will will see a supervisor as someone who is going to be you know, nitpicking everything you do and, you know, you're not doing this right. So we need to fix this. And, and, you know, I I don't like the way you're doing this. We, we have to change this, but it was really, you know, let's work together. Like we're going to come up with a a good plan for, you know, reaching your dreams as a pharmacist. And, you know, I'm here to help you on the way. So, um, you know, that relationship is, is really important. And, and, you know, starting out on day one as a pharmacist, I know every, Every young pharmacist is, is kind of dreading that day. Uh, it's normal to feel nervous. I was with the company for over five years before my first day, and you know I still had the butterflies in my stomach. I was really nervous. Um, the best advice I have for you, rely on your team. Um, the technicians who work there are your biggest resource for, for getting through that first day, that first week, and that first month. So... It's okay to go into the job not knowing how to do everything because you have a team who is there to support you and you should never feel like you're you're in a situation alone because you you have that team to to help you get through any obstacle that you come across, whether it's a patient interaction, a technical thing with the computer system, you know, any sort of roadblock, your team is there to to support you. Um, and it's okay to feel, like you're you're not familiar with everything and you're going slow and if you're you know at CVS there there's times where you know medications are due by because the patients need to pick up their medication at a certain time if you can't meet that expectation right away that's fine 
just just focus on making sure you're making the best clinical decisions for the patient. Patient safety is the number one thing. So if you're if you're going slow and patients get upset and you have a huge line, that is fine. As long as you're there to make the best clinical decisions, make sure the patient is safe, make sure their medications are correct, that's the the goal. So that's that's the that's day one and and just working on those basics you'll learn so much in your first few months it's you'll you'll pick up things so quickly so so i i tend to i could admit it and i don't just got to meet you so i'll i'll admit it to you i don't care i happen to be an impatient person i i think i'm probably hyperactive i probably am adhd i don't know well regardless um, I, I always wonder, uh, you know, entering in any kind of career, what's ahead for me. So I always think of what I can do to make it better, what I can make it to make it go faster, make it more quality for myself, make it um, more quality for the for the employer. Because I feel like, you know, if if I become embedded and become um, a superstar within that uh, organization, they'll look to me for other things. So. When I think of pharmacy students who accept their very first position, which is such a blessing and it's such excitement, I also have to put myself in their shoes. And the very first thing I would think is, okay, I'm now a pharmacist at the one and only CVS, which is huge and that's great. However, I want to know what my leadership opportunities are. So share with us, what is that for like a first year pharmacist with CVS? Yeah, so I feel like I kind of fall in that category. I want to keep, you know, pushing myself and and you know lead and, and do everything I can to to have the largest impact I can on the field of pharmacy, particularly in the retail field. So uh, coming out of school, I knew that my at least my immediate goal was to become a pharmacy manager, and since that's happened, you know, several months ago, I can tell you it's been the most rewarding role I've had with the company so far. Um, you know, just being able to have, you know, such a, a powerful impact, um, not only on your pharmacy team, but on the community. Uh, the community knows that you're the leader in the store. Um, you know, it's, it's very uh, rewarding. So, um, one of the things that, that I've really learned through CVS is they, they stress leading with heart. And you can take this in any role, uh, pharmacy manager, you know, working up the ladder to pharmacy supervisor, district manager, regional manager. This, you can take this with you anywhere you go in, in any leadership position. So leading with heart kind of encompasses um, fields of leading, managing, and coaching. So um I had so many conversations with with all of my colleagues about this. Um, you want to lead by setting the agenda, so kind of uh, letting your team know what's the priority um, for our customers. How how can we improve? What are we focusing on? And then you want to manage your team. You you have to align them to be all on the same page. Um, do we understand? what we're doing to, to execute this plan. What are our goals? Uh, next, you have to set accountability. This was the biggest thing I struggled with as a new manager, setting accountability. And it's probably the most important aspect. Who's doing what? 
when are we expecting to see results? What is our goal? When can we achieve all of this by? And that kind of leads into execution. As a manager, you have to know, is my team executing this? Um, and that's kind of our, you know, that's what we're accountable for. Are the behaviors in place? If they're not in place, what are we going to do? Um, how can I show my team to, to do these behaviors? And that kind of leads into feedback and coaching. Um, you want to provide both fast feedback on the job. You want to give immediate feedback, you know, after a transaction or an interaction and you want to give organized feedback. So maybe, um, you want to follow up at, after two weeks and tell the team, you know, we're really doing well with this aspect of the job, but we can really improve here. And the biggest thing that, that we can do to, to make this enjoyable is have fun with it. That, that's what I've yeah. been doing recently is having fun with it. Set the goals, encourage the team, but then reward the team when you're doing things well. I remember I, you know, we had one goal and I, I told the team, you know, uh, the, the winner of this challenge gets a $20 Starbucks card. And, and that really just put everyone in, into the gear of, you know, achieving that goal. So um, just have fun with it. Once you're a manager, you can kind of tailor the, the role to, to what's important to you and and what's important to the company so it's it's a very rewarding uh career colin i really appreciate you coming on the pharmacy podcast to just share your own experience with uh with cvs and the career it sounds like you are really embedded in the right place at the right time that's so important uh for any new pharmacist so kudos to you and your direction and becoming an intern and transitioning to uh, a pharmacist and then a pharmacy manager. Absolutely spectacular. Um, anything uh, for our listening audience uh, before we go? Yeah, just, uh, you know, follow your dreams. Uh, retail is not for everyone, but I encourage everyone to, to you know, get into it and at least see what it has to offer. It's It's not just the you know, the standard retail pharmacist uh, position that everyone thinks there's many opportunities and, um, yeah, you just gotta, gotta get into it and see if it's for you. But I, I highly recommend, uh, CVS as a company and, and, you know, thinking about them as a possible career for you. Thank you so much. And I just want the listeners to realize CVS is deep into specialty pharmacy. So if you're passionate about a specific disease state, and you start out with CVS in the retail sector, there is always opportunities to advance in your career and move into a specialty um, position too. Awesome. Thank you so much, Todd. Thank you. We were on with Dr. Colin DeWald. He's a CVS pharmacist. When you think about your careers, think of this. Millions of lives are being affected based on the path to better health that CVS is delivering. From advising on prescriptions to helping manage chronic and specialty conditions, they're present in so many different places within your community, big and small communities. They're active. They play a supportive role in really shaping the future of healthcare. And we thank you for listening to The Pharmacy Podcast. We hope you enjoyed another episode of The Pharmacy Podcast Show. Be sure to subscribe to the show and send us a voice message with your ideas and comments from our contact section on the website. 
Did you know we develop digital health content to assist with business development and marketing efforts? Learn how we can help you drive more patients, physicians, and targeted leads to your website. Contact us today at pharmacypodcast.com.